We want to thank our sponsors for that help us bring the sports and baseball in particular. Uh, Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa. They present all the high school baseball here on Round Guy Radio. Wayland State Bank, Hinshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, McDonald's Boneyard of Kyoto, Iowa, R&B Facebook page, R&B Breaks Facebook page, B&B Propane of Elsie's Kitchen, uh, .net of Copic, Iowa, and Clarahan Trucking. Hey, folks, you know, if you're out there and you got a team that uh, doesn't have some coverage for a game, uh, you can hire Round Guy Radio. You with a $50 sponsorship, we will come to whatever game it is, whatever team you want covered for whatever reason that you want it covered, you know, whether it's a big game and nobody, uh, uh, you don't have coverage of that game from, from some other media. You've got some kids that you want uh, us to promote, uh, but uh, just uh, putting it out there, uh, uh, just get a hold of us and we can, uh, we can come deliver some coverage to any of the teams out here that need it. Uh, and if you guys want it and in exchange, uh, uh, we will present the game under whatever business's name that would provide the funds that we could do it. So uh, anyway, it's been a great baseball season. Thanks to all the sponsors that have been helping us. And uh, just want to let you know that if, if, if you want a round guy game of the week, you can have it. Well, we're getting a report from Nathan Piercy of KMCD of Fairfield, who's got his, uh, uh, his nose to the grindstone uh, for the baseball season, covering Cardinal Peak and uh, uh, Van Buren in Fairfield. Uh, last night, uh, uh, you and I had to uh, – I was sitting in your chair a little bit last night, uh, uh, and I really, really got to see a great game. Uh, uh, what's going on with the Fairfield Trojans? They seem to be playing at a high level. Yeah, hey, well, I'm a little jealous of you. I, I was calling the softball game. You were over on the baseball side, and you got to watch a, a one one run win for the Trojans, a one nothing game. Great game pitched over there by Tate Allen, who's been the Trojans' number one starter this year. He's having a great senior season, and you know Fairfield actually last night with that win uh, broke in a, I want to say six or seven game losing streak. So they'd been having a little bit of a rough patch after going on a high note the week before. So they're getting back in the groove of things. One thing that's really plagued them this year is they tend to have just that one bad half inning where they, they, they can't stop the bleeding where a run scores. The next thing you know, that they put up three runs or something like that. So it looks like last night and really both games of the doubleheader, they were able to calm things down a little bit, uh, get a little bit more runs going as well. Another problem that they th- that they've had this year is not is not capitalizing with runners in scoring position, and they're finally able to do so. But you know, you got to you got to witness an absolute gem thrown by Tate Allen, who has uh, been a great pitcher, and, and this Trojans team really needed that. As they, last week they played, I believe it was five games and. Four days, and they're doing the same thing this week. Another five games in four days of the doubleheader on Monday. So they need they need their starters to go deep, and they did that last. Excuse me, last night. Well, uh, last night I just covered the first game, uh, and it was uh, uh, this incredible pitching duels between Betters and and Tate Allen, uh, which was zero zero in the sixth inning. And uh, uh, was weird was they tried to bunt with the runner at first base who was breaking and uh, the pitcher's better steps uh, 
I don't know what happened. He lost his footing a little <laughs> bit coming down the, the hill. He catches the ball for the out. And then if he could just get the exchange from the glove to the hand, right, and throw to first base, it's an easy double play. But he doesn't. Right. He fumbles the and ball and drops on the And then, uh, yeah, Vetters for, for Washington. Uh, the runner gets back to first base. This is sixth inning, you know. Then the next guy comes up and he hits a, a a fairly easy fly ball to center field. The ball's hit pretty well, and it's actually it's got a little backspin, so it's going a little further than the, than the outfielder expects. And uh, but the ball pops in and out of his glove, you know. Uh, up to that point, I don't know if there'd been an error, to be honest with you, from either team. Uh, but they was able to capitalize that on that, and then uh, what they'd failed to do. Uh, two batters before execute a bunt with the runner at third base, a suicide squeeze as the, as the runner from third base breaks. And then this Dane Burkhart kid lays down a beautiful bunt uh, and uh, gets that one run across. And then Tate Allen just steps back out on the field. I don't know how many pitches he threw, but it wasn't very many for a seven inning complete game shutout. Uh, and he mowed them down in the seventh inning. And that was, that was it in an hour. I think well, it was only it, one hour of playing time. Wow. And it looked like, too, as I looked at the official stats this morning, and it looked like Tate Allen in those seven innings pitched 71 pitches. So he was very efficient on the mound that night. And like I mentioned, this Trojan team really needs that. They're playing their second week of five games in four days. So uh, that's definitely something that they're going to need as they go through and you mentioned dane burkhart there a freshman looking to take over a role that was occupied by a senior last year as burkhart's been the starting third baseman when he's not on the mound and as a freshman i think he's played really well i want to say he's hitting close if not over 300 and he actually got the start in the second game last night who again he pitched very well and that one went seven innings got a no decision as the Trojans had some struggles in the field behind him, he gave up a total of four runs, but none of them were earned. And uh, he had a great night last night as well on the mound in the second game. Well, it was a it was a, a tremendous uh, get yourself back in the hunt in the SEC night for uh, the Fairfield Trojans as they got two big wins against a conference opponent that had been playing really well. Uh, but uh, I wanted to say, I, I looked over at what I like to call the Lee Munts Pavilion, uh, the, the spot where you can sit in the shade uh, and uh, watch both the boys and girls games where Lee always sits. But Lee was absent from his post for a very good reason. Could you let our yeah. listeners know where Lee Munts was that night? Yeah, uh, Lee actually took a trip down to St. Louis as the former Pekin Panther and Keaton Wynn got the call up to the major leagues in the San Francisco Giants organization. The Giants are in St. Louis. Lee went down to see, possibly see Wynn make his MLB debut. Unfortunately, did not get in the game last night, possibly getting in there tonight as the 2016 Pekin Panther graduate from Ali, Iowa, looking to break it into the big leagues here uh, within the next couple of days for the San Francisco Giants organization. Yeah, that's a, a big news. And you cover the Pekin Panthers. And uh, uh, let's go back and talk a little bit about the Pekin Panthers season. Uh, um, I, I was there when Brett Arrett hit the, the home run uh, to walk off the game against uh, New London. I was there when Fairfield nipped out a win, uh, uh, although 
They had to pull out all the stops to do it. Uh, oh, I think a 7-6 win or a one-run win anyway uh, against Beacon. Uh, uh, I know you weren't there when Keaton was there, but uh, uh, how's the team doing over there? Yeah, you know, Pekin's kind of an interesting team this year. They've kind of gone back and forth, I believe, a little bit more losses than wins, but uh, they're looking to get back on on schedule here. But, again, you know, they're another team. They play in that very good uh, Southeast Iowa Super Conference. So, uh, again, Pekin, another team who's just still trying to find their way at times, but otherwise – uh, has been playing pretty well, and they're they're a fairly older team, I believe. And again, you know this this Pekin Panthers team is is trying to get back into their winning ways, and I believe their next game is tonight, as we're talking on Tuesday. Yeah, well, it's going to be. Uh, um, I think they have what it takes to kind of kind of gel. And Wolvers is doing a good job for them at Engel Oven. Uh, uh, he comes in there from the left side, gives him some pretty quality at bats. Uh, Eric's, you know, in there driving in home runs and winning games. It, it, it's exciting ball over there, and a, it's exciting time as one of their alumni is uh, uh, going to get up to the major leagues. I, I, do you know whether he's starting tonight, or do you have any information on that? Or? No, so he'll be he'll be coming out of the pen, and again, they obviously we don't know when he'll when he would play, but. Uh, from what I was told, I was on the phone with Lee as Lee was driving down, and it's expected that he was to make his debut either last night or tonight. So it looks like tonight may be the night. I know Lee talked to Keaton's parents a little bit. His dad said he couldn't really sleep last night or the two nights ago. As This is an exciting time for this family. And I read something on Facebook this morning that apparently – before last night, as as Keaton Wynn is walking into Bush Stadium, who I may be a little bit biased, but Bush Stadium to me is one of the best MLB parks it, that there is. Uh, you Keaton might be Wynn, factual with that too. <laughs> yeah, uh, Keaton Wynn before last night had never been to a Major League Baseball stadium, so uh, it's pretty cool to hit for him who grew up playing the game, never been able to see a Major League Baseball game live and in person, now on an MLB roster and on the verge of making his MLB debut. Well, what does it mean to you and your listeners, you know, that one of the schools that you cover, you know, one of the, a, a, a baseball stadium, frankly, surrounded by cornfields. Uh, <laughs> um how you can get from that field to the major leagues. Uh, it, it's a source of pride for the community and, uh, 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 and to be able to do it in St. Louis uh, at Bush stadium, where so many of your friends and family can actually get there and be there. It's like, it's like a dream come true, isn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think it proves to many of the kids around here and their families that, Hey, you don't have to move to some big school or go somewhere. You know, you hear about all of these players from California or Florida or something like that. You don't necessarily need to do or move out there or do something like that to prove that you can get to the big leagues and get to the top of the game. If, if you love the sport, you dedicate your time, you work hard and maybe have a little bit of good, you know, good luck here and there with some, some talent your way. But, you know, something, I think something even more important to remember as well is that he's a small, he's a kid from small town, you know, Iowa. He didn't go to a big university either. I think that's one thing that these high school kids often feel like it's D one or bust. 
Look, he went to Iowa Western Community College and was drafted in the fifth round of the Major League Baseball draft. It, you don't need to go to a big university necessarily to catch the eye of of pro scouts. You just have to be able to pitch well or play well at your whatever your position in whatever sports. And if you if you play well, those, those scouts are going to find you. Yeah, it's uh, uh, and the talents out there. We we see it, and I see it in Southeast Iowa. It's all sprinkled out here and there, and and in the teams that are coming in from outside of Southeast Iowa that I get to see too. Uh, uh, I mean, I am up to 16 teams now that I've got to see. Well, uh, speaking of uh, 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 getting called up or, or things happening uh, in a good way, uh, you also cover the Van Buren Warriors, and a, a young man named Jackson uh, uh, Manning, I believe, is just tearing things up. Is it possible he's a better baseball player than basketball player? You know, I, that that very well could be true. It's very interesting to see the possibilities of, you know, he's a he's a great athlete. He's We've talked about him in the football season. We've talked about him in the basketball season. He's doing great things in the baseball uh, field as well. He's their starting shortstop and then often comes in in those high leverage relief appearances. And it's, again, uh, Van Buren County as a team playing very well. I believe they're 13-1 and now in the season. In fact, last Monday, they when they beat Pekin, that was their head coach Chad Scott's 300th career win. So they hit him; he hit a milestone as well. And you know, Van Buren County is is honestly playing some very good baseball and getting contributions up and down the line. It's not just Jackson Manning; they've got Sam Worth making plays, uh, Anthony Duncan pitching well. You've got Wyatt Mertens making plays as well, and, and Going through the going through the stats, it's not always one guy. It is a different guy each night. Two or three always putting up runs and things like that. So this team is just clicking right now and making a charge to the top of the southeastern or southeast Iowa Super Conference in the uh, South Division. Well, what is their record? They're thirteen and one. They've only had one. one. That's what I thought. Yep. Well, what what could be some opportunities? Maybe uh, Round Guy Radio could see uh, 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 the Van Buren Warriors. Oh boy, I gotta I gotta pull up their schedule real quick. I know they play tonight. They're at West Burlington. That's tonight. Um, and I'll let me give you a second. I can pull up their schedule. I've got it right here. You got all the time you need, Nathan Piercy at KMCD Fairfield, Iowa. Uh, let's let's see here. Like I mentioned. Tonight, they've got West Burlington, then tomorrow they're at Highland, and then the following day, Thursday, they're hosting Central Lee, and then Friday, they're at Danville. So that's what they've got coming up this next, uh, the rest of this week. Well, uh, stay their home Thursday? They are, they are home on Thursday. They're taking on Central Lee. All right. Well, uh, it's uh, uh, been a great talk. You still got the, car, uh, the, the Cardinal comments to comment on if you have a few car, comment comments. Yeah, you know, Cardinal is uh, Cardinal's a team that's interesting. They haven't been they, – they've played well at times, and then other times they just have some bad mistakes that are uh, kind of hindering them at times. You know, I had a conversation with their head coach, Ryan Renfrew, who uh, – a great guy if you want to have a, a – conversation about baseball with he's very knowledgeable of the game uh is very he may not give you the longest answers but they're very to the point and i i love that about the conversation i've had with him 
you know, the Cardinal Cardinal is a team that has had some injuries and are playing some of the younger guys that uh, maybe haven't had all of that experience, but they're starting to find their groove a little bit. I believe they sit just below 500. So they're making moves and, and they're a team that could be on the way up here very soon as they play a doubleheader tonight against uh, Davis County and then Friday on the road at EBS. Well, uh, last year there was a just uh, somewhere about the same distance into the season, just a little past the halfway mark, the Fairfield Trojans basketball team kind of took off and I wound up catching Trojan fever. And uh, <laughs> Tate Allen has got me uh, super excited about the Fairfield Trojans and seeing how far they can take this down the stretch. And if they couldn't put together a bunch of wins, what, what would be the possibility? Could they finish second or third? Or I mean, uh, uh, is an upper division finish still possible for the Fairfield Trojans? Yeah, I think so. You know, this new conference schedule makes it a little bit more difficult because once they play one of their conference teams three times, that's it. They won't get to see them again. And they've already they've already seen all of Fort Madison and all of Burlington's, and they've got one more with Washington. So they're coming down close to the end of that uh, conference schedule. However, I still think there's a good chance. You've got Kia Tuck and Mount Pleasant coming up. A couple yeah, there's of seven games. more games. Yeah, it's, it's just going to be one of those things is what do the other teams do and and what can they do as well. But when you get pitching like you saw last night with uh, Tate Allen and then Dane, Bur Dane Burkhardt has pitched well, they just need to find a little bit more depth there and uh, for this Trojans team. But anything's really possible for them. Well, all I'm saying is if, if uh, Washington goes in there and sweeps this three-game series, uh, the Trojans are done. You know, you right. stick a fork in them. But when their back was against the wall, they played like warriors, man. You know, they went out and did battle. And uh, uh, they did whatever it took. They found a way. And I like that. And I like the I like the energy that they're playing with. And, you know, if they could take six of these next seven games, um, who knows where they finish? And who knows? Because it just it, doesn't it seem like they're just beating each other up out there outside of Burlington? Yeah, it does. And, and not only that, it seems like for Fairfield, at least, oftentimes when they're losing games, it's because they shoot themselves in the foot make a bad, make a bad play in the field, make a mental error on the bases, things like that. And if you clean some of some of those things where you're not shooting yourself in the foot all the time, then it's going to bode well for the future of your team. And who knows, you, you go into playoff time playing hot, you can catch fire and make it all the way up to Coralville. Well, I saw the level of defense that I was super proud of from both sides. Washington turned at least two double plays, you know. Yeah, uh, and, you know, that's that's something you don't see very often in, in high school baseball. Guys usually don't get the turn quick enough. Their arms aren't strong enough. So that's always an exciting play to see in high school baseball. Yeah, I love around the horn like that. You know, the third baseman turned one and the shortstop turned one. Uh, um, and you just – but the, it, also the Trojans were hitting the ball hard. The third baseman uh, uh, on both sides, you know, I really bow my hat down to him. Uh, all the outfielders, except for the one air, uh, flawless. That kid made some great plays earlier in the game. All good reads, uh, great communication between. Sometimes when you got two or three guys converging on a pop-up or something, there's some confusion there. But uh, uh, the Trojans did a great job of taking command of that, you know, you know, 
designate who's going to call that ball and everybody else backed off. Great team effort. Uh, uh, really, really great job. The Trojans may be uh, fun to listen to. And how can our listeners listen uh, to KMCD uh, and follow along with the Trojans uh, the rest of the season? Yeah, so of course you can follow at our at our website, exploreseiowa.com. I've got pretty much daily posts going up with scores, stats, and highlights and things like that. And then uh, you can find our full schedule of broadcasts also on our website. And then if you want to listen on the – if you get it on the radio, you can get it at 95.9 Classic 96 or at that same website, exploreseiowa.com. We've got a stream there. You can listen to the games on that stream as well. Well, what are some of the next games you're going to broadcast over there? Yep, so on Wednesday of this week, I will be broadcasting the Trojans hosting the Solon Spartans. Ooh, that'll be and a then good on, one. And then on Thursday, the Fairfield baseball team will go to Washington. I'll have that game as well. And then next week when they play Mount Pleasant on Monday, I believe I have softball on Monday and then a few more baseball games. I don't have the full schedule with me, but I do, I do know Monday is softball at Mount Pleasant, I believe. All right. Well, we've been talking to Nathan Piercy at KMCD, and he's got a hotbed of baseball action and uh, a resurgent uh Peaked Panthers and uh, Fairfield Trojans, as well as one of the smoking hottest teams in all of the state of Iowa, the Van Buren Warriors, uh, who are playing a difficult schedule, taking all comers and coming out on top night after night. Thanks for being with us, Nathan. Hey, thanks for having me.